Hey there, and welcome to Now on Netflix, the only podcast coming to you from inside Netflix's headquarters. It helps you decide what to watch this week. I'm Henry Goldblatt, executive editor of Todoom.com. My pal and co-host Jessica Shaw is going to join me later for a conversation with the stars of One Day, a new romantic drama that you can stream today. But first, I'm joined by my amazing colleague, Ari Romero, a writer for Todoom.com, who, like me, has a lot of thoughts about this show. Hi, Ari. Hello. I'm so happy to be talking about this. I'm so happy to have you here. We've been talking in the hallway about the show pretty constantly for the past two months. I am super excited to have you share your thoughts with everybody. But before we do, I want to give a little background about the show. It's based on a 2009 novel by a man named David Nichols, and it follows Emma Morley and Dexter Mayhew, who meet on graduation night from college on July 15th, 1998, and it checks in on them on that same day over the course of 20 years. It was turned into a 2011 movie starring Anne Hathaway, and if you've seen that movie, I suggest just forgetting it completely. Let it out of your head. Let it out of your head. And now it's a 14 episode Netflix series. Ari, what were your hopes and dreams for the series and did it deliver? I'm a White Lotus fan, so as soon as you tell me Leo Woodall is somewhere, I'm in. And I'm like, as long as he's beautiful somewhere, I will watch it. And he was. He was. For any of you who watched White Lotus season two, he played the nephew who had a very, very memorable scene with his quote-unquote uncle. Here, he's just as dashing and charming as you say, and he's paired with his co-star Ambika Maud, and they have some sparkling chemistry, don't they? Yes, and we've talked about this in the hallway, but I think a hard part of this was that I was so jealous of her that it was almost difficult for me to be able to watch it because they have such good chemistry that I'm like, why can't I have that chemistry with Leo Woodall? This isn't fair to me. I know, right? We should all have a Leo Woodall in our lives. I'm looking for one. All right, what I love loved about the show is it sort of works on two levels. And you and I, to put it out there, are different generations. I'm Gen X and you are... So millennials. The show works on two levels because it follows this couple starting from early 20s into their 30s. And so they're millennials of the time, but it also takes place in the late 80s and through the 90s. And so there's this wonderful hit of nostalgia through the music, through the fashion, through the computers that they use, through the cell phones that are like the size of like... This table. I genuinely believe that like Gen Zers who watch this will be like, that that's fake. This is sci-fi. I'll be like, oh my God, I watched this great new sci-fi show. It was actually an episode of Black Mirror. Yes. What was it like for you to see all this fashion and these products through the 80s and 90s? I'm obviously in the Leo Woodall train choo-choo, but not to spoil it for anybody, but because you're following them through the years, he gets this great job. And I won't spoil what it is, but he's so of the era. He's wearing like a hat and it's like all these like MTV effects around him. And she's like always just like in a great pair of jeans. Like it's so fun to watch. And at one point, I believe she gets a Rachel. Yes. <laughs> Didn't we all? The creators pay such close attention to the details of each particular year. And I thought that was really wonderful and something that's very reflective of the book. And the other thing I loved about it in terms of like place setting you in time is every song at the beginning of the episode so tells you what year it is. Like you could tell the music supervisor spent so much time being like, how do we set the atmosphere? A hundred percent agree. I remember hearing a Pet Shop Boys song at the beginning of one of the episodes. I'm like, yes, I was there. And yes, I know what I was doing in 1989. And it just brought me back. All right. This series is super sweet. And it's reminiscent of another show that I know you're also a fan of in some ways, Heartstopper. It is very Heartstopper. And like there are heart eyes. Everyone's yearning. Nobody knows how to approach anybody. But I really thought it reminded me of From Scratch. Oh, yeah. Tell me how so. It's so similar to me. It actually really struck me because I think at the beginning you're like, oh, it's this cute little rom-com. And it's just so sweet. And also there's so much great travel here. You follow them to Rome. That's really when From Scratch started hitting me. And if you haven't seen From Scratch, it's inspired 
inspired by Tembi Locke's memoir, and it follows this couple that falls in love in Italy and then follows them throughout their life. So this is very much like they meet at school, you follow them traveling, they go to Italy, they go to Greece, you know, they're in London so much. And it's so beautiful at the beginning, so romantic, so cute. But because life is life and you follow them, things might get a little tear jerky. Definitely will get a little tear jerky. The other piece of pop culture it reminds me of is Before Sunrise. So true. <laughs> yes. I already tell everyone about Before Sunrise. It's so perfect because it's two people. They notice each other in such a random but like intense way where here they notice each other at a grad party and they're like, we're in each other's lives forever. And then with From Sunrise and that whole series, they see each other on a train and they're like, what if we just spend the day together into the night and we just like experience life and then the way the series goes in the same way you keep following them throughout their life and they're tied together in such an interesting way so yes it actually is very before sunrise the other thing that i think this series does so well is because you're just checking in on them one day each year you have a whole year to catch up on in their lives and the writers don't hit you over the head with it there are just very subtle clues that you have to pick up on and it really does feel like this is a snapshot of their life in that particular day and you learn from context what's been going on and I really thought it could have gone an entirely different way where they were so heavy-handed. They just weren't. No, there's no hitting you over the head with the exposition rock. Do you have a relationship in your life that's like this? I actually was thinking about this and I was like, wow, I've really grown because I feel like I felt like this about one person when I used to live in New York. And it was exactly this kind of relationship of like, are we in love? Are we friends? Are we both? What's going on? But I've grown past that. I've cut that loose. <laughs> So I have a story I don't think I've ever told publicly that I'm going to tell publicly right now. I was graduating from college in the middle of May in a year that it won't be named. I was at a bar and met a guy who was a year or two older than me. And I'll just say it, we spent the night macking. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. At the bar and then after the bar and what happened. I always want people to be macking. <laughs> yes, you know we, me. We were definitely macking. <laughs> I'm pro <And> macking. <laughs> so he's like, I'd love to take you out again. And I'm like, well... That's not quite going to happen because I'm moving back to Boston and I leave tomorrow. And so it was like, goodbye, I'm see you later. I'm going back to Boston. <laughs> I have a bar to run. It's called Cheers. <laughs> About five years later, and this was pretty much before email was certainly as prevalent as it was today, I received a letter in the mail at my work saying, hey, you may or may not remember me, but I'm so-and-so and we macked the night you were graduating from college. And if you'd like to go out, I would very much like to go out. And we went out and we went out a few times and had a good time. It turned into a lovely friendship, but it was still nice. I love this story. What a good story. That is my one day story. Henry, please make this a short film. The soundtrack would be very much like one day because it would be like Erasure and Pet Shop Boys. Ari, the other thing I love about the series is it's such an easy binge. 20 or 30 minute episodes, like you feel like you can devour them pretty quickly, would you say? I think that with the way we are in modern days, my attention span is not the best. I mostly spend my days watching Desperate Housewives because there's no discourse. I just get to sit and watch and my roommate's cat sits with me. So seeing 14 episodes for season, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh man, do I have that in me? And then I started watching it. And it was like, oh, these are so easy to watch. 27 minutes, you're done. You don't even realize. It's like a Pringle. They also remind me of one-act plays. There's something very theatrical about it. Like, there are only a couple of sets, and while they're jet-setting around the world, they're not doing that within an episode. It's just very contained and snapshotty, which I kind of like. You're in Rome. You're in small-town England. You're in Greece. And you get to dive in, experience it, and then keep it moving. So Ari, you've also been watching Desperate Housewives, and I know this is going a little far afield because it's not even available to stream on Netflix, but I need like your top three headlines from Desperate Housewives. Uh, Gabby Solis can never do anything wrong. Edie deserved better. And none of the men are good. Most of them are hot. 
Speaking of hot men, let's turn to Jessica in my conversation with Leah Woodall and his equally charming co-star, Amba Kamad. Welcome to the two stars of One Day, Ambika Maad and Leah Woodall. So happy that we get to talk to you guys. Nice to talk to you. This series rides on whether the chemistry works with the two of you, and Lord knows you have it. So I'm curious, was it there from the very first time you read together? It was kind of hard to tell the first time yeah. we did it. We just met. And we were doing scenes that were 50,000 pages long. <laughs> You're naturally a bit in your head about stuff anyway. Once we got the gig, we met up, we hung out. And then on set, we were just sort of... Yeah. Yeah, we just kind of clicked early, thankfully. Uh, what were your first impressions of one another? I thought she was very funny. I remember I was like, oh, this guy's a charmer. That's what I remember. Not in a bad yeah. way. Well, I'm yeah. not taking it as a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, Leah's very charming. I remember thinking that about him. I remember you were very just calm and collected and cool and it it um threw me off i was oh. like wow I, I, how do i be this calm and cool in this scenario maybe because i'd already been i'd already been in for a, a while maybe yeah i like that it rattled you what did the two of you do to kind of get to know each other you know leo you said you guys hung out a little bit before you started filming what'd you do there was so little time we only had one afternoon and we went to the south bank and we met up for a coffee and that obviously then turned into a gin and tonic instead yeah um and we just yeah just kind of shot the shiz yeah we just like got out all like the basic info about each other uh -huh, like uh -huh. whistle stop tours of each other's lives and then like the, literally the next day we went into prep and the read-throughs and yes yeah, so there wasn't a lot of time we just had to like trust that it was there in the writing and between us already and yeah it was quite good though because we start from like basically when emma and dexter meet so we sort of tr tracked the same trajectory in a way which was helpful. Had either of you read the um, 2009 novel before you started? And what were your impressions of it? I read the book when I was like 13, when it like first came out. I've always been a massive, massive fan of the book. It's one of my favorite books. I just think it's like an absolute masterpiece. It felt like a, a big undertaking to do a TV adaptation of it. I read it during the audition process. <laughs> I had some of it on, uh, on Audible as well, because I'm a slow reader. But, you know, I, yeah quickly became a fan. So the two of you were both born in the mid 90s. So you might not have been aware of some of the things going on, such as landlines and answering machines. So how much research did you actually have to do into this time period? Yeah, we did get sort of taught how to use yeah. certain phones or like you didn't have a typewriter, but you had like a very old computer. I, oh, I use a typewriter and an old computer oh, right, and okay. an old like desktop. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I did a lot of like research into like the 70s and 80s when like Emma was growing up. So I had like a backstory up until the moment that we meet her. But then for the actual time period that we were filming, I just felt because the set design and the writing and everything was so well put together, like it kind of transported us in a way. Yeah, I did a little bit of research, but like in terms of character backstory. But yeah, we did have to get taught how to use a lot of old tech because we didn't, we were like, what's this? Um, so, yeah. Was there a particular time in their lives that you were most excited to play? I was excited to play the period of Dexter's life where he's, you know, actually just quite happy yes. <laughs> and everything is going quite normally. Yeah. And it's just sort of steady. I was excited to do that. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was really excited to do the the dinner with, mm -hmm. with Dexter. It's my favorite chapter in the book, but obviously felt like loads of pressure for that because it's such a 
an intricate thing. And it's literally just two people talking for half an hour, which you see a lot of in the series, but like even for the series, it's quite, quite acute. So that was a big moment. And I'm very proud of that episode and how it turned out. Ambika, I'm so interested in what you said a minute ago about that you wrote your character's backstory. Is that something that you shared with each other? Leo, I don't know if you wrote your character's backstory too, and was that something that just as an actor, you feel like, you know what, I need this in order to play this character at this point in her or his life? Ambika wrote more of a backstory than I did. I think I get sort of distracted by details like that sometimes, and I maybe then overthink things. I got loads of pictures of like Yorkshire in the 70s and 80s where she would have grown up and like I like constructed like what her house would have looked like basically just like doing interior design in the 70s and I just found that a really satisfying process and I also loved like deciding like how she and her best friend Tilly met and like what path their friendship took over the course of the four years in Edinburgh and like what kind of dynamic they have because that's really clear on screen but like just getting to like decide how that relationship came about I like pictured in my head that they're probably the only two like women of color at this white university in the 80s and like they probably just like stuck together and you know were seen by each other and um yeah that was something that I loved thinking about because I love that relationship in the series and mm. in the book it's not so much there her and Emma and Tilly like lose touch in the book but in the series they're like best of friends and they stay friends their whole lives and I think that's um a much sort of realer um, reflection of female friendships mm. yeah love that friendship so we wanted to do a little rapid fire questions henry and i are just going to alternate asking you questions and just say the first thing that comes to mind favorite day of the year 23rd of december 2nd of october my birthday <laughs> <laughs> favorite 90s pop song the candy song the candy the song. candy song yes good one favorite favorite prop from the show 90s prop period piece prop the hamburger phone <laughs> that's a good one um emma's uh typewriter favorite scene that you filmed together arthur, arthur c, c. <laughs> best location you shot in arthur, arthur c, c. <laughs> <laughs> what would the perfect july 15th look like on july 15th when we were shooting the series we shot like emma and dexter's very first kiss and we were shooting in a house that happened to be number 15 oh, and that yeah. was the 15th of july 2022 and it just oh, yeah. it was pretty special to be filming one day on 15th of July. Yeah. In, so that was pretty perfect. House number 15. Yeah. Oh, that's so method. I love that. Which one of you is most like their character? I think me, but, but only slightly. Favorite outfit you are on the show? Um, I like my blue and purple dress from episode one. My relaxed tux from episode one. What's the most romantic song ever? It's a song called 10 Years and it was Iceland's entry into the Eurovision Song Contest in 2021. <laughs> um, extremely niche, but it's a bop and it's so romantic and please go listen to it i've not heard this song i don't i don't know <laughs> something distracted by sorry. The, sorry. the eurovision oh, go on. should people binge the show or should they pace themselves binge it binge it favorite netflix show other than yours squid game Ooh, or, sex education sex education so many there's so many there's so many i'm gonna stick with squid game okay i'll do sex ed then all right you did it you passed one day is so wonderful. It's out today. Leah Woodall and Ambika Maud, thank you so much for joining us. It's such a pleasure to see you. Thank, thank you. you. So lovely to, to meet you. you.
One Day is out now. Thank you again so much to Amba Gamad and Leah Woodall. New episodes of Now on Netflix are released every Thursday. Next week, we'll be joined by Tudum.com writers Cole Delbeck and Natalie Morin to preview the first six episodes of the new season of Love is Blind.